Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Ladies and gentlemen, I almost forgot who I was there at the last minute. That talks you jingle always gets me. We are simulcasting tonight. This is Kyler Davenport, I think. Uh, what, what, who was that guy that said, uh, this is Kyler Davenport, I think. I think that was me. We are simulcasting tonight on Blog Talk Radio and Talk Show and APRI, Alternative Public Broadcasting International. Many of you have been asking us, where are you? Uh, God, you know, I didn't want to do this. I've got my friend on tonight and... Uh, co-producer and sister station mr lee peer the mouth on tonight hello lee how you doing no man i'm uh hanging out here yeah we were just outside of barstow the minute that the drugs began to take hold it's it's been a wonderful wonderful evening no 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 kids uh, i'm i'm just hanging out here on the smoking porch here in the albino raccoon recording studios and uh pleased as hell to join my brother here uh Kyle davenport man he's been a part of our show so many times i figure i might as well come and let him pick my wonderfully cataclysmic brain tonight so yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love the work you're doing over there, too. Uh, God, I'm getting PMs. Don't you hate that? You told me the other night on air, it's like, ah, people are PMing the hell out of me here. I can't even talk. They, 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 they always come in at uh, showtime, man. You got to you gotta get uh, ready for it. It's fun as hell. Let me tell you. Me, I've been they're doing writing that. me books. They're like writing books. They're They're telling me all these things. People are looking at you and listening to you and me, and people are showing yeah. up, and they're... <laughs> God damn, it's crazy. Um, so know, that's, anyway. a, that's why that's why I really like I really appreciate being uh, given the opportunity to come in and actually be interviewed because as opposed to doing the interviewing, I love yes. being a part of other people's shows because then all I have to do is plug in my microphone and talk. I don't have to look at anything else. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to look at the switchboard. I don't have to look at Facebook. I don't have to look at this social media. I don't have to look at that. I just sit back and, hey, I can I, I can have a nice, decent conversation finally for once. I can get a point across without something interrupting my thought every 30 seconds. Well, this is... Uh, it's a hard life, kids. It's hard. Yeah, yeah. This is epic, epic tonight for me, and I'm not going to go into all the reasons why, but Lee Peer and I, whether he knows it or not, and he probably already does, we share a lot in common uh, in many, 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 many ways, uh, including personality, and um, sometimes that can get in the way, sometimes that can get you in trouble, but Lee and I have managed to hang on to each other That's through true. all these thick and thin ups and downs and radio. And, uh, folks, I wanted to tell you all where we are out there. People are bugging the shit out of me here. And I'm going to go ahead and run this list down real quick. One more time for all of you all. 
We are running uh, simulcast, as I said, uh, on Blog Talk and TalkShoe and APRI and FastCast for you and Sam Broadcaster. We have our own station. We are a licensed station, believe it or not. Damn, I'm so happy to be, but I'll tell you a little bit about that later if Lee and I get into it. We are on Twitter, Blogger, Weebly, WordPress, Flickr, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, Rebel Mouse, TuneIn, Fastcast for You, Weebly, Google Plus, Flipagram, Tumblr, Audio Boom, TalkShoe, Blog Talk Radio, YouTube, Scrib, Wix, Flipagram. Mixcloud and LinkedIn, as well as our sister stations, which I am on with Mr. Lee Peer right now and other sister stations out there. We want to thank Australia for giving us a hookup tonight on Simulcast. I've got a song. We love it. I got a lot of friends in Australia. Big shout out to all, all the kids out there, man. Julian and all our friends out there, man. Love you guys. Sure, for sure. I've got a song that I'm going to put on now that um, I actually did the words for, sang. Uh, it's a Mickey Gilly song. I'm dedicating it to Mr. Lee Peer tonight. Um, and I see it's me in studio uh, with uh, some of Ray Price's old, old boys. And I don't mean old. I'm talking... I'm talking walking on crutches. Uh, Are you talking about, about D. Ray Price? Yes, yes, D. Ray Price. Uh, from so anyway. from uh, 1950s, uh, recorded with, uh, 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 oh, I think um, here publishing holds his uh, uh, music, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I do. I, do. I, love, I love Ray Price, and I do many of his songs, and I dedicated this one to you tonight. I think you're going to like it. It's me in studio in Dallas, Texas, standing with my mother, who was dying. And I was holding her hand and singing to her in studio, and uh, I thought this would be an epic song for you and for me tonight. And uh, producer, go ahead and let's play it for Lee. Thank you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Mickey Gillies' song, not Ray Price's song. I was looking at Nightlife. Uh, I was going to say. That's for Leap here, me in studio with Mom in Dallas, Texas, actually just out of Dallas, Texas, toward Fort Worth. Uh, That's one of my songs off my CD. And that was just for you, Lee. God, I'm so glad to have you on tonight. I know that. Well, I, you know, I, I want to say that I really appreciate uh, you playing that song because uh, that was one of my grandmother's favorite songs. My dad's mom, uh, you know, and, and God rest old Grandma Hagback's soul. You know, we loved yeah. her to death, but yeah. it, it's, it, it was a really kind of an interesting funeral, kids. Uh, if you really wanted to get into the history of the mouth at this point in time, I, I guess I can clue you into something that happened in my life. At 13 yes. years old, my dad's mom died, and I went to her funeral on a head full of acid. Me and my cousin both. It was, wow. Yeah. There is one of those moments in life where everything stops and you start to really recognize what's important. I mean, at least it was for me. I mean, I got to see all my family and realize that they were what was important to me. Of course, you know, the subsequent years of methamphetamines and uh, all sorts of other drugs <laughs> yeah, have uh, also taken an effect on that mindset, but you know that was at thirteen. So, yeah, wow. my, my mind get my my mind's like a spider web that you get caught in, like in that uh, what what's that uh, movie, The Hobbit? Yeah. yeah. Do you think the drugs it's, have affected you in your adult life in in a way that uh, is noticeable or recognizable to you? Or others? Well, uh, as far as uh, the previous methamphetamine use, a little bit, yeah, because I work like a friggin' idiot. <laughs> I just keep on going. I don't stop, and it's it's go two hundred miles an hour until your body says, "Hey, stupid, 
you're not on dope anymore. You can't do this. Yeah. And yeah. which, you know, it's, it, it's an after effect. I mean, I, I think I know a lot of, uh, former methamphetamine users that have walked away from it and everything else, but guess what? They still have that after after effect to where, yeah, I've heard that. you know, your mind does not stop anymore. I mean, and it, that does happen with, um, uh, people who don't use methamphetamines because the old man used to complain about that all the time. He's like, son, I can't sleep. I can't go to bed because my mind just won't stop. Yeah. And I was like, dad, try, try mushrooms. Once you tried mushrooms, the old man could go sleep. Wow. They're still mushrooms. My, my little brother still got to uh, pick up and eat the mushrooms that was left over from uh, when Pops died. Wow, so. wow. You don't you don't have to go into your childhood if you don't want to, but I would like to know how you got interested in radio kind of about a year before that, what was going on, I, and how did you get how I, did you come to be I, a radio talk show host? I, I can't uh, not get into my interest in radio without going into my childhood because, okay. well, once again, you know, my old man always listened to talk radio. You know, Paul yeah. Harvey, uh, uh, Rush Limbaugh, uh, it, it, what's that blonde-headed pecker-wood, um, uh, uh, Glenn Beck, yeah. you know, all these guys. You know, he'd listen to him, and as I got older and was getting more interested and involved in uh, politics, you know, we'd listen to these shows together and then work on cars and drink liquor and, and you know, have a good time. And But we'd talk about this stuff, and the more and more I'd listen to these guys, the more and more I was like, Dad, why aren't we recording what we're talking about? Because we're way better than these jagoffs. <laughs> these guys are just uh, horrible, clap-chap, status, repetitive turntables, man. Yeah, and that's when uh, pops kind of went, yeah, well, because I'm dying, you idiot. And uh, after uh, after that conversation, it, it kind of started to uh, go where pops was going to go somewhere. I couldn't go with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we we always everybody affectionately called him pops. I mean, he was just, you know, greatest guy, play a game of cards with the guy, get drunk with him. Just by all means, don't be stupid because that's, he will yell at you. Yeah. <laughs> if you were dumb, he will yell at you. And that's, that's the only warning I ever had to give anybody. And if he had to yell at you, then you were dumb and you were just shamed and didn't come back around for at least a few years. But, the old man, I don't know, he imparted more wisdom onto me than he ever thought that he did. Yeah. And I got to tell him that at least once, probably twice. But, you know, he was always drinking all the way up until then. And you know, beer was pretty much keeping him alive for the last five years of his life. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it, it was one of those things that uh, made me go, you know what, Dad? I'm going to show you that I can still be better than these guys, that I can uh, walk away from all the events in my life that uh, have 
they should, by all means, I should have put a, a pulled a, a Kurt Cobain years ago, but yeah. I didn't. I, I, I kept on going. I, I started up uh, doing the Last Voice for Liberty on YouTube just with uh, uh, a couple of friends, uh, my son and his stone buddies, and uh, uh, my cousin, uh, the Reverend. Uh, we've built it up and uh, just uh, kept on going. I actually had to retire last year because I was like losing my mind doing multiple shows. It was you are the really uh, you are the co-founder, so. the co-founder, the coalition founder, and host of Last Voice for Liberty Network on uh, Block Talk Radio. Truth emerges at Last Voice for Liberty. That's correct. Host and producer of the Friday Night Super Show, which I've been on many, many times. Lee, affectionately, I might say that it sounds like to me that you hide your pain with humor a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. If, if if you don't start to look at every most of my pain anymore, uh, because I've worked through a lot of my personal stuff, but most of my pain really anymore comes from just looking at this society, looking at our country, looking at what I used to be proud of, and now I'm just like, dude, will you people shut up and go stand in the corner? Because yeah. Yeah, for Pete's sakes, it's yeah. it's it's it, it, that's a that's where a lot of my uh, pain comes from anymore. Aside from the old physical and you know um, the physical pain, uh, my rheumatoid arthritis and uh, all all that other stuff, that's always been and always shall be irrelevant to me, man. I'm still gonna keep on working. Still gonna keep on doing it. I've got plans actually to not. I, ever have to do physical work again. And the yeah. key word there is have to. So, right. Right. Cause I like to, I, I, I like doing this shit. I like doing what I do. It's fun. Well, I enjoy it too. And I, I, uh, I'm made for radio. I, it's a part of my life. It's a part of my passion. It's my gift. It's what I do. I was an EMT paramedic for so many years and worked in the dead body business for so many years. And I've been so many places and done so many things. I brought that experience to, the airways and it worked out really well. I started out in television and, um, I went over to, um, radio about six years ago. I know that you've been in it about five years. I went over about six years ago mm-hmm. and started with blog talk radio and a little 30 minute show there and thought I was famous with 10 guests, you know, or 10, not 10 guests, <laughs> 10, 10, 10 fans out there who might be listening. I thought I was really something else. And now here we sit in this studio, and I just hit 10,000 organic. I know the producers are screaming at me. Organic. Tell them it's organic. I just hit 10,052 organic. I mean, uh, unbelievable. You know, we're going to 15,000 tomorrow by noon. No, yeah, yeah. And That's right. Everybody, wa- everybody wants a yeah. taste of the mouth, man, and I want a taste of him, too. He's so cool. Can we get that guy on your show? Oh yeah, we got to get that. <laughs> so, but uh, you know, but but it makes uh, it makes it good that so many people are listening tonight. It makes it really good for you and I both because this is such an epic show, and we did hit ten thousand people too. So uh, I'm very excited. I, I, I like it because you know we can. Uh, I, I like coming on the show with you, especially because you know you always have 
some cognitive points, some great questions. And, and to be quite honest, I don't grant interviews. You know, I, I'm a loudmouth, drunken asshole who, you know, gets on the radio once every Friday and coming soon this, uh, uh, on YouTube this yeah. fall. Yeah. For the last words for Liberty, ladies and gentlemen, shameless <laughs> self plug, shameless. Okay. But no, I, I'm that guy that everybody thinks drinks too much. And, you know, to be quite honest, you know, my liquor budget is $20 a week and nobody gives me anything free. Okay. So think yeah, about it, kids. I'm not drinking that much. I came, down, I came down a little hard on you on your page, but I thought it was good for PR. I know this Austin erased my comments over there, but I was pissed off that day and I was mad at you and I wanted us all to be together and hold hands and sing Kumbaya together and cross promote each other. And I was pissed off and I just ran it off of you. I went off on you and I apologize for doing that. I was just really stupid that day. But uh, oh well, that, that, that's all I did because uh, I I did exactly what uh, I said I was going to do about, uh, especially on that post was I'm going to drink more. And oh, so I did. God. I really did that. <laughs> that's all my fault too. <laughs> no, it wasn't just yours. Trust me. Was it? You were you were you weren't fucking private private messaging me and all this other stuff. It's like, dude, I've got. The albino raccoon sat right here with me that morning. I was like, dude, look at this bottle. I was like, you, yeah. you're here every week. You know. Did I drink that much? I was like, He's like, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> he looked at the bottle and literally said those words. Who are you? Because I don't usually drink that little. And that was before anybody ever started berating me about this. It's like, will you people pick a weekend when I'm really trying to pound the liquor down into me? For Pete's sakes, now you're just... Well, you know, we care about you a lot, and you know that there's a lot I, out there. I really understand, I understand. And people Dude, I understand, don't, and, people and, and, don't and, and I'll... The I'll they don't get to sit with you on the porch. They don't know you personally, so they're... Well, I also understand that the, uh, a few of the videos that have come out and they've shown me with the big bottles of liquor and everything else get just so you guys know that big bottle of liquor cost me $17. Okay. And that's what I buy a week, a week. Yeah. My liquor budget has gone from $150 a week to 17. All right. Wow. You might want to start paying attention because now I'm getting serious. I loved it. I loved it when you were posing for the camera uh, sideways, looking to the left, uh, getting your getting your green screen ready. I was like, Lee, this has got to be the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, you were I don't know whether you were just having fun or what, but it just looks so cool with you standing over there. with the Oh, it is fun. Looking to the left. It's fun. And... <laughs> it's, it's fun, dude. And I, I kind of. uh I know that they're trying to put me on camera because they keep telling me and, and you know, you, you guys have no idea the conversations that go on off camera. Dude, you got to be like this and dude, you got to be like that. And it's like, dude, I'm fugly. Okay. <laughs> There's no good side to me. Uh, uh, at least in my opinion, a lot of, uh, they, they disagree and they seem to think that, uh, this would be a good idea. And uh, unfortunately for them, 
they're also going to be uh, end up being sitting at the round table in the new Last Voice for Liberty video show. You know, I, I you know if I'm going to throw myself out there, I'm dragging all these sorry sons of bitches along with me. Good, good, good. That's the only way to do it. You've got a, you've got some folks there. You got some friends there, which is more than I have up here on the mountains in the Northwest. I mean, we don't have the big circle like I used to have. I'm glad you've got a couple of folks around you there. I saw y'all playing the guitar on the porch. I saw you kind of putting the stage together, and it kind of made me jealous, you know, of my old days when I had my circle around me, man. We were all cool. We were playing guitars. We were going hunting and fishing and camping, and we were doing television together, and all of that's now that I'm 60. All of that's gone away. Everybody's either died or moved away. So I, I really envy you for having yeah. folks around to uh, kick with, you know. Well, it's 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 kind of nice, man. Uh, uh, the albino raccoon actually introduced me to uh, Bassmaster 5000. They ended up working together. Bassmaster 5000 knows all about green screening and working uh, the video stuff. Uh, uh, DJ Scratch and Sniff has been uh, a brother of mine since shoot, Hector was a pup. Yeah, and if you get that ref, if you get that reference, then you're you're that old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, seriously, uh, the, these guys are family, you know, to me, and we don't get to hang around each other all that long it's been quite extended and we get to build something up uh pretty neat gonna do a lot of filming within the next uh few weeks and then uh, i'm relocating again so we're gonna it's, throw it's you gonna be fun my producers are gonna throw you some digital green screens which is pretty cool i don't know if you've ever used them or not but they're you can put yourself on the beach or you could put yeah. yourself. Oh, yeah. especially. Hey, did you have a beach with like chicks with their boobies out and fighting on? Because if because we're really looking for that, that's one of the promos that we're getting ready to do. Uh, wait, did I say that out loud? Oh, <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, you gave it away. You gave damn it, it. on my show, Tyler. Why did it? my show? That's good. That's good. Good. No, no, yes, please, and by all all means, uh, send pictures of your boobs. To... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll send you some right over, Lee. To tri- tripu <laughs> at gmail dot com. <laughs> you did that to him the other night, and I could I could have just died when you gave his. Oh, name. I know it was dick pics the other night. So please send them your boobs. Yeah, yeah. Make up for it for me, kids. I remember. Uh, tell me, tell me what you came into radio to do and how interesting it was in the beginning as opposed to now that you've had some time to get your feet wet and you understand radio a little bit better. What do you want to do now? What has changed in your mind now? Well, the biggest reason that I ever got involved in uh, standing up and saying anything uh, when it came to YouTube or uh, just radio as uh, when I was given the opportunity by uh, Austin and uh, Freedomizer Radio was to um, stand up and wake people up because I've got kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they have a future. It's not I'm not going to live forever. I never wanted to live forever, and I damn sure better not. I <laughs> the vengeance yeah. will be swift. If yeah. I live forever, I'll tell you that right now, kids. 
but no, it was just always for my kids. It's the only reason I ever got into it. Um, as far as, you know, why I keep doing it. Yeah. Why do you just, it's in my blood. I mean, it's just what I do. I'm good at it. I think, I mean, a lot of people think I am. So, you know, I give them the big thumbs up on that. Well, the, Howard, the uh, truth of the matter, truth of the matter, kids, is I'm, I'm nothing more than honest. That's all I ever strive to be and all I've ever strived to be. Even when I was doing uh, radio, when we were starting up Truth Emerges Radio, and I was there, you know, six, seven days a week on every show, making an appearance, saying outlandish, stupid things, not so much out of the range that, you know, people would walk away, but people would be like, what are these guys talking about? Just trying to put a buzz in people's ears. You know, I was doing it for so long that it burnt me the hell out. That's why I just cut down to the Friday night super show. Yeah, you're, and you're 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 coming. brutally uh, you're brutally honest to a fault, and let me say that my no, it's, it's it's only a fault if it disservices me. Well, no, and no, to be well, quite me, honest, nothing finish. I've said has disservices me. Well, let me finish. Let me finish. It, it it's difficult okay. to find a niche for what you're doing because I've been there, done that. I've been in media for 23 years. And it's difficult. Howard Stern, if you look at his documentary, uh, if you look at his movie, uh, you can kind of see what I'm talking about. It's very difficult for someone as unique as you are and as outspoken as you are and as raunchy as you are to find a niche market without doing a psychodemographic study. That sometimes happens overnight. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, Sometimes you go viral by accident, and sometimes you have to work for it for 10 years. In your case, you're just doing your thing. You're just being raw. You're being yourself, but you're going to have a hard time finding a large audience. I had to take some time to calm down. Uh, If you would have came on the air with me a year and a half ago, you wouldn't know me. You wouldn't even know who I was. I couldn't even speak plainly. I mean, it was, you know, my my temper was bad. My uh, bedside manner was horrible. My delivery stunk, uh, you know, and I had to really, really decide if I wanted listeners or I just wanted a few people hanging around the round table with me on Friday night or Saturday night. I had to well, you know, d- d- delivery I is everything when it comes to it. Yeah. You have to be quite honest. But you understand what I'm saying? I, mean, I had to decide whether I wanted to just have a show of my own and just kind of goof around and run people off and scare people to death and cuss everybody out and talk nasty, or I had to decide, and I hated it. I hated to change. I hated it, but I did it. I changed, and I I made the decision to become more intellectual, to become more professional. I could say the same thing in a different way, and it took me about a year to do it. It took me about a year to do what I'm doing tonight on air with you. About a year, a full year of hating every minute of it, but it well, grew my to, audience to, in the thousands. To my to my count, I've only said one curse word. No, not you. Total. Right? And, 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 
I'm not talking about you tonight. I'm just talking about in general anybody in radio. But it's all about me. Yeah. What the? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about I'm me. Joking, I'm joking. <laughs> it's all about me. Funny as hell. But but you understand you understand what I'm saying, right? It's 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 like you. I know you've thought about this. I know you've thought about this. I know you have. Okay. You've I know you've you've thought now what do I want? Do I want 10,000 listeners or 100,000 listeners uh balanced out try to get the same message across or do I want 50 listeners or 150 listeners and just say whatever the fuck I want to say, however the fuck I want to say it and they can just eat shit and fall back in it, you know. I know you, you know what I said with yourself. You know what I, you know what I said to myself when I had those thoughts? Lee, nobody's going to buy you if you're fake. Oh, no, no, that's true. Very true. Very true. Very true. Very true. Very true. Very true. So then I, I stopped looking at numbers. And, you know, it, well, I didn't stop looking at numbers because I am kind of a co-owner of a network. So, of course, you know, of course, of course. numbers, uh, you do have to look at those. Of course. But uh, ours go up. Yeah. You know, people people can get on the air, get on Facebook or social media and chastise me about how much you think I'm drinking or how drunk you think I am during the show right. or whatever. And that's why we started taking videos is because I want you guys to know, look, I'm not that drunk. I'm still right. functioning, performing right. the show and doing all that stuff. I get well, that and it's pretty funny. <laughs> because it, the Friday Night Super Show is the—it's the end of the week. Okay, it's a time when all of us need to at least take somewhat of a humorous look at the goddamn bullshit that we have to keep fighting through. I mean, right. if you don't, you're going to start losing your friggin' mind, kids. And that—I'm uh, prescribing this to you. As your doctor, as your attorney, believe me, I'm qualified. Ask the USDA. Listen to the Friday Night Super Show. It will improve your health. It will improve your mental sanctuary. And it will also improve, well, your sexual performance. I hate to say that. Dennis didn't want me to say that, but it, it will, kids. You will bone better afterwards. I'm telling you. Of course, a horse. Of course, a horse. Of course, yes, it will. Surely, don't call me Shirley. Yes, I agree, one hundred percent, Lee. And um, I, you've got your niche. I've got my niche, and it works. I mean, it works for both of us. We we have a lot of room. Well, that's here. why. That's why I like that 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 we're to you know getting together and and talking because mm-hmm. it's it's. Uh, <laughs> I shouldn't have taken that last joke. I'm sorry. It's right. not. <laughs> it's it's not that me and Kyler agree on everything because there are things that we don't. There are things that uh, um, multiple hosts of multiple radio shows that I've been on we do not agree on. I've been right. banned from. Uh, oh, Sheila Zelensky was one of my uh, very good friends at the beginning of uh, my radio career. 
Guess what? I said that I think that God hates me and been very rare since Sheila has been a part of our shows. Of course, we're not allowed to be a part of their shows, but yes, of course, not. kind of interesting that yeah. they still keep coming back. You know, we've had uh, great guests like Jack Blood, uh, Maria Heller. These people are part of why you and I are here. Yeah. You know, they 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 put it out there. They started. At, that's a big honor to me. I, I can't. It's it's an honor to me to have you come and be a part of our shows. To be quite honest. Well, I love it. I, I mean, it. it's it, it's nice when it, well, it's nice when new hosts and other people want to come and be a part of the show, and they're like, "All right, I dig where you're coming from. Yeah, you're harsh as hell, but it's really nice." And I, I think that's happening more and more. I, yeah. I think the the age of the PG radio broadcast is starting to fade away. Well, you know, and as as a big fan of the PG radio broadcast, man, I'm sorry, it was, I think it was kind of an inevitability. Be quite I, think, I think I think people are ready to let it go, let their hair down a little bit. I think you know I push people, you push people, you and I are pushers. You know we push people off the edge of their seats, we push people to the edge of their chair, and I think that's good. I think that's what we need to do. It's cutting edge alternative radio, and um, I've learned to kind of tweak mine a little bit. I've learned to kind of uh, tune the dial a little bit to get where I want to go, to do what I want to do, to accomplish my goals and objectives. Uh, but I still push. I'm still harsh. I'm still hard. I still ask the difficult questions. But you have to understand, we work with agents and we work with uh, with public relations companies in New York and Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Australia. And I, do, I do. That's why, that's, that's why I'm yeah. trying to keep it to a dull roar tonight. I'm not no, trying no, no, to... No, no, uh, no, 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 it's fine. Go. You can be as loud as you want and crazy as you want on the show tonight. I just said we have to be careful. I have to be careful when I interview a star out of Nashville, and I interview... I've done 26 now, and I have to be careful, you know, a little bit, because we'll lose our contract. When I have somebody like that on, like Pete Kennedy... Or if I have somebody like Morgan Riley on, Who? I have to be Pete Kennedy or Who? Morgan Riley. Well, they're not. You wouldn't know it. They're country western stars out there at the pickup truck and a six. No, they're they're not. Hank Williams the third is country and western star. You know, uh, unknown Henson. Unknown Henson is the greatest country western troubadour of all time. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know who these kids are. If you bring people on like that, in my case, you have to be really careful with your personality. You have to be real careful with what you say. You just can't let go with all five bullets in the gun or six or however many you've got or an automatic uh, AK-47 because you'll, <laughs> you'll lose your contract. You know, So uh, would the anarchists say I was bending over for the system? Well, hell, I hope not. I hope the anarchist would not say you're bending over for the system because you're altering your format. You're altering the way that you do you do radio for specific people. Well, yeah, I am because I want to continue to bring the 
the high caliber people on to the show to be able to grow the network. If I continue. So is anybody, is, wait a minute, Kyler. Wait a minute, Kyler. Is yeah. anybody going to shut you down because you asked them, uh, ask a, a musician a controversial question and they hang no. up? No, 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 no. But if I can't. But if brother, I came on and said, fuck you, motherfucker, or fuck all you motherfuckers. Well, you know, that's not good radio. That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's yeah. child's play. Yeah. Then I would be cut. Then I would cut. My contract would be cut times three, and I'd be gone. Shit. You know, I'd, I'd come over. I'd come over and cut your contract for you. Good God, <laughs> man. You've gone nuts. Let's go get drunk. Had, we need to get your brain instance, straight. <laughs> for instance, if you had Max Egan on, I've had Max Egan on a couple of times. If you had Max Egan on, you couldn't say, you know, motherfucker and, and you know, son of a bitch and, and, and this and that and the other. There's certain people that you have on that you just have to be careful with. Yeah, that's fine. Careful with, you know what I mean? That's at the request of the guest, man. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's, that's how radio works. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if it's if it's me, Dennis Ford, and Kyler Davenport going the full two hours, right. guess what? You're going to hear a motherfucker. You're going right. to hear a shit, a fuck, right. and 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 a damn. Right. At least, if not a goddamn, for all you religious moths. Yes, of course. I'm telling you. Of course, of course. But. Uh... but I've enjoyed if you've got a guest that comes on and and actually asks you or actually says something, you know, about it, you know what? Can we like not do that? Right. Sweet. Fine. No problem with me. It's your time that we're kind of right begging on, you know. And where do you? I'm see sorry. You, you can't. You can't do anything but have that much respect. For them, because they have enough respect for you to come on to your show. Right. So, hell, we're turning. We've done over 1,500 shows now. Where do you see radio going? Where do you see alternative radio going with guys like you and I? And um, how do you see us competing with mainstream numbers over the next five years? What do you think is going to happen to alternative radio? <laughs> over the next five years, pretty rough judgment, man. Um, over the next five years, I'd give us 80%. Yeah. You think it's going to turn around? 80%, that 80%, 80% against the mainstream media. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not the federal government allows us ah, to uh, continue doing what we're doing, I'm going to have to give a good uh, 20%. <sighs> I'll give it 45 mm -hmm. just because they're scared. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, other you, than guys, that, uh, you guys have been jacked with as much as we have probably in many different ways I could go into, like yeah. being shut off, yep. time, having the radio station shut down in midstream, uh, having things yep. spinning out on you in midstream, uh, losing, losing different guests that you really, really wanted on to talk about some exciting, uh, explosive subject. Uh, yeah. Just as that. soon as they're ready to start embellishing on that exciting and explosive subject. Yeah. Yeah. More than enough times than I care to frigging count. I'll tell you what. Yeah. 
tell me tell me about Lee Pierre's relationships. Tell me about Lee Pierre, the person, the romantic. Uh, are you a romantic or are you a player? No, I was a romantic for a very long time. Really? I have four children. Well, that doesn't make you romantic, Mister Pierre. Well, you, well, two for my well, it does for me. Two for my first marriage, and two for my second marriage. Mm-hmm. My first marriage lasted two and a half years. Me and my ex did not get along at that point in time. My second marriage lasted seventeen years. Wow, wow, wow! I didn't, I didn't know that me and my ex didn't get along at that point in time. But you no, know, oh, I have uh, twenty-one, twenty, eighteen, and seventeen-year-old children. Wow! I have two one and a half-year-old granddaughters, twin granddaughters, absolutely beautiful, Tamara mm-hmm. and uh, um, oh fuck, they're gonna hate me. <laughs> huh? She she's gonna be so mad at me, so mad at me. Why? I can't. I get so confused because there's like four other grandchildren that I haven't even named. Um, tell me, tell me how you get along. Tell me how you get along with everyone. Is 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 the camaraderie there still, or are there former relationships that you just cannot get along with or be around? No. But all the hatred go. There's not pretty much. Well, anybody that I can't be around is dead or in prison. Really? So, you know, you have those times in your life where shit just goes wrong. Shit yes. just always goes wrong, man. Yes, and yes I was one it's, of it's, it's, it's the It's the way you want to. Uh, stand up and make it right and i was a casualty. i was a casualty for so many years i made so many mistakes in my life and i went wrong so many times and uh thank god whoever she is i i um uh, i turned around and uh turned my life around and it took a long time i was hard-headed i was uh i don't know uh what the word what what the word is but uh I was very mature. I was very mature always. Since I was eight years old, I was very mature. But I just went wrong. I just went south. And uh, it took a lot of knocking on the head and falling down to get back up and stay up. And I finally one day said, you know, enough of this is enough. I've got to fucking turn myself around. I've got to. There's no if nor ands nor buts about it. I'm going to be dead. I'm going to be in the penitentiary. I'm going to be paralyzed. Something horrible is going to happen to me. This is fucked yeah, up. Well, that's it. That's you know, That's the only way that that's the only way that you walk away from those things that are most destructive to you. And yeah, it, it's it. I've had to do that. Yeah. Yeah. More than enough times in my life to uh, to to be able to recognize that. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to pull any punches. I'm not trying to hide anything. Look, kids, I did have a big, bad methamphetamine addiction. 
Yeah, it was friggin' horrible. Absolutely. Yeah. Lost everything I owned twice. Lee, twice. Lee, Lee, how did it affect you? Okay, no, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. How did, I don't give a fuck about my health, dude. You only live once, for Christ's sakes, man. Yeah. The only health I was concerned with was the health of the lives that I, you know, through my loving life, let's put it that way, uh, and I'm trying to keep it PG here, <laughs> through my loving life, there were lives that were born into it. So therefore, you have to stop to start taking drastic measures. Yes. Yes. I think that's what you do. Guess what? All my kids are alive. All my kids respect other live forms, no matter what. And they're having kids of their own. Y'all people ain't rid of me. Wait till you get a load of them. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's uh let's segue uh let's segue into something that you and I both fucking hate to talk about and that is this political uh arena and I just want to ask you a quick question. You and I both you and I both know that presidents are elected. We know about superdelegates, we know about caucuses and we know about primaries and we know we understand the basics of the electoral college uh blah blah blah. So the worst of two evils, who who do you think the three, but let's just say the three, Bernie Sanders, uh uh, uh Hillary Clinton, Clinton. And, and I'm losing my mind, Donald Trump, who do you think is going to win this battle? We know Cruz is out. I mean, we know grandpa on um, the Bunsters is, is out. Uh who do you think is going to be appointed to this high office in the United States Incorporated? Who who do you think is going to win the pri- the primary delegates over? You put me on the spot here, and that's only because of one person. One person in the entire planet makes me not want to say what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton is going to be your next president. You simple-minded bastards. Good <laughs> Lord. You heard it here on Alternative Public Radio International. I've been yeah. I've been fighting against this for, you know, a very long time. I've fought against and shown and tried to you know, put out into the public what the Clintons have been involved with and where they're at. She does an even better job than I ever did for those first couple of years. Uh, and it's still going to happen. And you know that her little black book is big, and you know that she's got a lot of doo-doo on a lot of people, and you know that the... Uh, Justice Department, or had a lot of fucking ha 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 in her ha 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 ha. Well, you know, you know the Justice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know the Justice Department and the FBI is thinking twice before they come after her because of her little black book and all that she knows and all the people that she's bought off. But how do you think she's going to get by with that with the American public? Do you think the American public are just asleep and don't give a damn about really digging into all of that, not worrying about it, just let the government take care of it? 
You know, Kyler, to be quite honest, the American public, their opinion don't mean dick. You guys, uh, the American public, uh, their opinion amounts up to the size of a Chinaman's pecker. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Rice. I agree with you. Okay. We have, we have no, if you don't believe that the American voter has no say at all when it comes to this process, Colorado, fuck the fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that coming. Did they announce that fucking, what, six months ago? Yeah. That's, that's what they were going to do? And now all these people are getting all butthurt and worrying about it? You stupid dumbasses. Play this I know. I posted it. I shared it. Yeah. I uh, Six months ago. That's the reason I remember it, kids. <laughs> oh, your, dude, got one up on us. What's your, what's your opinion without any humor, if we can, or any superlatives? What is your opinion, your your hardcore professional opinion of Donald Trump? Without without any superlatives, if we can, without any uh, deep humor. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Give me. Hardcore opinion. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Dump Trump. Donald Trump. <laughs> This guy, Donald Trump. Okay. Donald Trump, to be quite honest, is a guy who has seen the inside, bought and paid for the inside, and then said, like, why ain't, why ain't I being the guy? Mm-hmm. Why am I not being the guy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How can you not blame him? Well, you know, he... I mean, if, if, if he is... Uh, legitimate, as he says, then why can you not blame him? If he is how you know him, like the rest of us know him through his business savvy, how can you not blame him? If you know him through, oh, just, uh, let's see, what's what's a random thing that not, through his TV show, you're fired? Yes. How can you not blame him? Uh, if you know him through, what's, what's that other thing that he's known through? Oh, yeah, uh, WWE Wrestling. Yes. How can you not blame him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When do you think this happened? Do you think this is something that's been going on for a long time in the planning with the Rothschilds and the Cabal and the Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission, et cetera, et cetera, and the Fed and all of the uh, globalists? Do you think this is something that's been planned for a while or do you think this is something that came, that came up a little more recently due to some global international uh, problems? It was, due- it was, it was, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Because you know sped they normally up. plan 25 it, it, they're, they're, Yeah, yeah, their plan was sped up recently, but yeah. that plan started back in 1871. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking about yeah, recently. You think? You think? Do you think they brought him in as uh, like, oh, hey, let's just grab Donald? Oh yeah. Trump do I think that they brought Trump in as yeah. as like, oh, yeah, no. So you think? I think. Pretty much I, I think. I think it's. I, I think it's this cocky bastard that. Uh, you know, it's just. You know what? Guess what? I can do this. I so can play means- off some Ron Paul tactics. I can play off some constitutional tactics. I can play off some America. 
It doesn't seem like you know what Lee, I'm talking about. But Lee, it doesn't seem like he's been groomed. Do you notice? And you're gonna. I know you know that. I know you know that. You see that. He, he's a master. Well, that's man. the he, point. He doesn't show. He doesn't show that to guys like you and I who have been in this for a while, looking at this as analysts. He doesn't show that he's been groomed, and that's what gets me about him. He doesn't show that he's been groomed. It looks like that's, a brand new guy coming in that's going to shake things up. By God, yeah, JFK that's the is point. Here. JFK is here, you know. Yeah, that's the point. So you, the, you know, and then you listen to the guy, and you're like, "Dude, you're a fascist." Yeah. And you want you want to you want to call up Donald Trump, and you were like, "Dude, I liked you on TV. I like what you're saying. I like, hey man, you're you're getting some points across. You're bringing across the uh, points of." Uh, uh, shit, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, it's right there on the tip of my tongue, Connor. <laughs> ah! You're getting all uh, the Political corruption. Okay? <laughs> Good Lord. I don't know. I say that almost seven times a week. I don't know why that's so hard for me to say tonight. But political corruption. Yeah. Why? Why? Should I give you my vote? And he's like, I'm going to build a wall. Mexico's going to pay for it. Yeah, that's what got me. That's what got me. Do Wait, you really think Do you I, really think he's going to fulfill that promise, uh, Lee? Do you really think? Unless he, I mean, he might pay. Why didn't he pay well, for it? Well, number one, Mexico can't pay for it unless we annex Mexico. Why doesn't, that's why doesn't the Donald only, pay for it? That's the only way. Donald can just pay for it. He's got the money. He can hawk his jet. His seven. That, that, <laughs> that orange nigga that ain't got shit. That's not even his jet. It belongs to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what right now. If if out. that guy becomes president, he will take his salary because he won't have one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they'll take where, everything he's got. Where this, is it, 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 well, it's going to be an exposure number one on everything that is wrong with Washington, which we already fucking know. We've known since I was thirteen fucking years old. Okay, I'm forty. Yeah. You All really, right? think, you really think he's going to follow through on? Digging out the corruption, even though he's one of the most corrupt people in the, on the planet, and he's with the mob, of course, the new mob, and he's you know been a mobster in Vegas, and he's the Rat Pack, he's the modern Rat Pack, you know, Sammy Davis Jr., et cetera, et cetera, Dean Martin, uh, Frank Sinatra, uh, Donald Trump, yeah, yeah, he's the Rat Pack. I mean, he's he's with the mob, well, he's a mobster, he's a mobster. Do you really think he's going to come through on his promises for the American? He's not any more with the mob than Hillary is. Well, there's a different different kind of mob there, I think. That's okay. No, it's all the same. Do you really I wish think it were different. I, w- really I wish it were more I wish it were more complicated and 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 more stretched out, but Yeah. But, to, but, you know but Lee, but Lee, do you really think he's going to come through with even twenty percent of what he's promising the American people, or do you think he's going to mm-hmm. Obama? Dude, yeah, people, uh, I'll put it to you like this, and this is because I love you and you're a great host and a great show. 
you guys got better chance of me falling through on a promise after three gallons of whiskey. <laughs> okay. And I can promise you that, hey, guess what? Tomorrow I won't shoot you. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 drink this fucking let's drink this whiskey. Yeah, you got a better chance of me not shooting you the next day. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Then Donald Trump, dude, he's a fascist. Listen to what he says. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not really hard to pick these people out. I mean, I really don't understand that at the election, I really, really, Kyler, was hoping at the election in 2016 that more people were sitting there going, dead. ain't no, no one of you telling us the truth. Yeah. Not one of you. Yeah, I know. That's right. You're right. You're right. I need to take a small break here, and I need to play a song. Please do. One of I our, have to, uh, our management <laughs> company, I want to give a shout-out to um, Michael Stover over at MTS Management, and uh, we are playing a lot of their music. Uh, we play a lot of indie music. We are a 24-hour station around the clock, seven days a week. We're going to play a piece by T.J. Leonard right now, The River. And uh, TJ is under the management of Michael Stover at MTS Management, and we are going to be having TJ Leonard on the air very soon to talk about his music career. So here we go with TJ Leonard. What, what? See you in a minute. The time flies. The room 
T.J. Leonard, and uh, that's the River MTS Management. Mr. Michael Stover, thank you for all the talent you're sending over our way to Alternative Public Radio International. On with Lee Peer, the mouth tonight, co-founder, the coalition, founder and host of the Last Voice of Liberty Network on Blog Talk Radio, Truth Emerges, Last Voice for Liberty, and Lee has a friend of mine and a sister station that we really love very much. I want to thank all of our fans for bringing our numbers up to 10,000 tonight. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. Organic, too. We didn't pay for a dime of that. Eat your art out, people. Facebook, you can go kiss my ass now. You'll probably shut hey, me yay. down in the morning. Yeah, they're going to probably shut me down for hitting 10,000. I mean, that's unheard of. And uh, it is for organic, you know, organic, we hit it. And I just can't believe it. I'm like sitting here. I don't get that excited very often. But, you know, God, every time I hit 10,000, Facebook knocks me down in the dirt, brings me back down to about 1,200 just to piss me off and try to drive me crazy. The only reason I care is because I'm connected to 2531 platforms on Facebook. So it's uh, it's really a knock in the dirt whenever they kick your ass down. And they can drive you crazy. They've got it all rigged. You know, they can drive you completely insane if you let them. It's totally rigged. I know Lee's going to say if you let them. And that's right. If you let them, they can drive you completely fucking insane. And Lee and I were talking about numbers earlier You know, the only numbers that I really care about are the ones behind the scenes and the metrics. And Lee knows what I'm talking about. The metric is what I look at. But to see, but I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to get back to Lee. To to hit 10,000 on Facebook on the page, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And I'm surprised Facebook hasn't knocked me off my horse yet. So anyway, back to Lee here. Lee, I'm here. I'm just I had to get excited because. That 10,000 number hadn't shown up in a while, and I've got 67,000 downloads, you know, and uh, damn, it's exciting. (laughs) I'll blame you, dude. I'll blame you at all, dude. That's that's nice. It is nice. It is nice, and I'm taking a screenshot of it, and I'm sending it over to your page. 
tonight, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a fucking screenshot. Well, get, get it on there, man. I am, I am, I am, I am. Sam, 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 I am. Sorry, this this fireball is, uh, I know I promised not to drink tonight, but uh, uh, I lied. This oh. fireball is kicking my ass, man. Really? Like Holy fireball. shit. What is fireball? Is that like a whiskey? Yeah. Cinnamon whiskey, they claim oh, to be. Cinnamon. Ah, oh, I don't think I could. My stomach, man. Yeah, it's it's harsh as fuck. Oh, I'm going to puke so hard in the morning. My ulcer. So hard. Yeah. Wow. Wow and wow. Tell me about the shows you got coming up. What have you got coming up? Uh, anything special going on over the next six or seven weeks? Well, you know, uh, here uh, next week we're uh, going to be doing. Um, huh? What? I was, I was, I, I, somebody's banging on the green room door as usual, right in the middle. Oh, right. so, you know, I heard you do that a couple of times. It's like, oh my God, who the hell is that? Hey, if you're going to bang on the green room door, you might well, as well I, bang I, the mouth. That's that's the standard. Come on now. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I tell you, it's every time. I'm lonely, folks. I don't. I don't care if I get banged up. To wait. Go, please. Did I say that up to... How, how, uh... <laughs> oh, oh. No, here, here within the next few weeks, man. Uh, next week on the Friday Night Super Show, we're having another current events roundtable. After that, the next week we're going to have Ray Lakers with the Iowa Global Peace uh, Marijuana March coming up. On May the seventh. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up all my data right here. You put me on the spot here, Kyler. Damn you. Well, you know we got a lot of folks listening tonight. I don't want it to get so <laughs> um, You know, we're, we're gonna have that. We're gonna have uh, Ray, Ray coming up, and, and then even more guests uh, coming up as well as uh, Diesel Automatic, as far as the hip hop range goes. Uh, and Pedro Monsanto is going to be a part of the show. Austin Thomas from Gorilla Radio, as well as going to be a part of the show. We've got plenty more coming up. It's just all in the works, kids. You've got to know how this works, man. Tell me, tell me, tell me, Lee, how how pissed off have you gotten because of crosstalk on your show? I know that when I come over, I just listen. You know me. I listen. I don't talk that much. But I've heard you get really pissed off at people when they start screaming at each other and crosstalk and everything. How how does that affect you? And how do you how do you manage to control? I want to say it's it's happened uh, three times. I heard you hung three up times. on someone the other night. Or are you 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 yeah. are you hung up? What? I heard you got mad and hung up the other night or something. Was that a rumor? Well, that was uh, I think was on another show and then I got cut off, but, Oh, Oh, okay. 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 Cause I know you, I know you have, uh, when I have round tables, I have trouble keeping people settled and keeping people kind of calm and, uh, letting people get finished with their. Well, I, and, I know. I, I, I like to let them, I like to let them go. Really? Really? I just like to let them yell and, and talk over each other there for a few minutes. And then, you know, after a certain point in time, then I, I'd step in there and well, I have the power to mute all of them. So I can shut them all the fuck up. Yeah, you can mute them. I don't 
I don't like to be that guy. I'll, yeah. I'll be that guy that steps in there and goes, listen, here's my voice. It's my show. Don't piss me off. Because, oh, oops, all of a sudden I might lose you. And I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to re... I know all the callers are going to get pissed at me. I'm probably going to get ignored for the next few weeks. But look, kids, if you don't have a point, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck on. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, get on there. Have a point. If you got a point, we'll keep you on the entire show. Yeah, That's uh, a damn promise from us, yeah, at least. If you got a point, by all means, you might have another one. Stay here. Why? Wait. It gets crazy. Uh, I know it does because it's our weekend. Yeah. You know, kids, kids, we can only sit and look at this disparaging garbage, for lack of a better term, so long. Before all of a sudden, it's like, son of a bitch, give me a drink. Because I can't stand to look at this genocide or this war or this congressional BS or any of this any longer without at least a little bit of alcohol in me. (laughs) And you're talking to a pothead. Yeah. Okay? All I want to be is a pothead. That would have been great. That would have served my life so much better than having to turn to something stronger because fuck you people are stupid. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Lee, Lee, let me tell you what I've done. I have gotten away from politics recently on my page, and I've turned to building tree houses and hydroponics <laughs> and uh, puppy dogs running up and down a hardwood floor, being, being mopping the floor. I've, I've really, I've really. You need to, you need to analyze me, Lee. I have, I have gotten analysis fucking paralysis on the politic. I don't even, I don't even look at political posters anymore on my page. I just go straight for the tree house or the oceanography or the acidic ocean in the Pacific, or I go to some gardening, guerrilla gardening organization in New York. My numbers are soaring. People love it. Uh, I don't even hit the fucking political posters anymore. What's wrong with me? It's because that's a, that's what they're after. I can't stop. I just, I can't. And, and I know and I really identify with a lot of people's frustration, especially when it comes to pushing this media out to people and or pushing this ideal or, or information out to people. And they sit there and look at you like you've got five fucking heads. Yeah. And, but it's, you, not it's, it's like you're beating yourself into a brick wall. Yeah, I really appreciate how you're going out and going and chasing other avenues because it yes. will lead it back to that. Yes. Nobody has any choice. Okay. All these uh, irrational people who 
don't want to involve themselves with the truth or be a part of it or anything, dude, it's going to catch up to you eventually. I mean, you can be a part of it now, or you can be a part of it later on when the rifle barrels up your fucking ass. I mean, that's your problem. Okay. Not mine. Yeah. And I hate to sound that cold and hate to sound like a fucking dick because that's what that sounds like. It's like a fucking dick. But look, dude, five years, five years. Yeah. Okay. I've been talking and saying this stuff to you. If you didn't listen to me or heard anything out of me in five years or even disagreed with me in five years, I, because by all means, if you disagreed with me in five years, you're you've, you're agreeing with me now. I woke up one morning. <laughs> I'm I woke sorry. Up, I woke up one morning, Lee, and it was about three weeks ago, and I couldn't stomach. I couldn't stomach another political poster. I couldn't stomach it. I couldn't touch it. I tried to touch the like button. I tried to look at it. And I couldn't even look at it. I, I went straight to build yeah. custom tree houses, custom three-bedroom tree houses. I went straight to hydroponics. I went straight to gardening in your in your living room. I went straight oh, to local Lord farmers. Damn it, man. You deserve a cheers more than I do because I went straight to liquor. No, seriously. I did, Lee. I just got – I mean, you don't know. You've known me so long enough to know I, that, that's a major change for me. That's a major change for me. I, I, you know me long enough too. I ain't yeah. joking either. I want I straight to liquor. Well, that's straight kind of like to liquor. What I've done. Kind of like and liquor done. is so good. It is so nice. It, it does really just taste so fucking awesome. Takes but it is not the solvent to everyone's problems. Contrary no. to what Homer Simpson has said. I know you kids like that. I do too. It's yeah, I've got the soundbite in the studio, but it's not the truth. Do you and have I'd be remiss if you have, I were to come on your show and say different. So do you have a relationship now, Lee. Uh why? Good answer. Good answer. Well, Dude, I've I've gotten to the point to where I'm even questioning whether or not I love me. How in the fuck is I supposed to love somebody else? Yeah. Yeah. Can't do it. Yeah, I've come to and that. And to be quite to be quite honest, there's there's only one person I've ever loved, and yet that. I could say so many things about you if you weren't a mother to my children. But, oh, guess you know what? Ain't going to be that way. Ain't going to walk that path. Sorry. Look, kids, it's a motherfucker making a choice out of nowhere. Oh, guess what? He's had three quarters of a bottle of fireball tonight. Oh, no, I made a rational choice on alcohol. Oh, damn. Yeah. Hope all your stereotypes go fuck themselves. Yeah. 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 So you're, 
you're living kind of with the boys, kind of on the on the raccoon uh, albino raccoon porch, and kind of just uh, jamming out and kind of uh, the man cave, the man cave. No, I'm living. Uh, no, I'm living with uh, a full-on family, man. It's my brother, uh, the albino raccoon, his wife, his sister, her kids, all them kids. To say no, you know. Come on out here. We want to record you. Let's get some lesson on. No, it's family. Good. These are one of the few people in the entire world that I'll call family. Yeah. And it's good that you've got them. It's yeah. Good that you've got them. Well, it's really good that uh, I'm going to leave in a couple months. Where are you going, Liz? I don't care. You're not leaving radio, are you? Oh, no. Oh, no. I'll still be around. They can't get rid of me that easy. You better not get rid of me. You better not leave radio or we're going to come after your ass with a posse. Yeah, they tried once. Didn't work. More me coming up myself then. So you, you belong on radio, and you deserve to get that YouTube channel built up like you wanted to. I know that's the worst thing about the YouTube channels. Like I've got this face for radio. You do. A while ago, you said you didn't. Mm-hmm. Now you're saying you do. I, I know you do. I saw your face. Oh, you said fade or face? I know. Face. It's kind of pretty. It's I mean, kind of pretty. You're kind of pretty, Lee. Yeah, <laughs> you are. You're kind of pretty. <laughs> right on, dude. All right, I'm. Uh, I'm getting to that point where it's, you know, time for me to almost go to bed because I do have to get up and. Yeah, you do, and we're oh, almost on the thirty. We're just almost about four hours. We're almost on the 30 anyway. Uh, Listen, Lee, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on tonight. I can't tell you what an epic show this was for me personally. I don't give a damn who else out there. Uh, It was epic for them. But I know that a lot of people are listening tonight, and I hope a lot of your fans are listening tonight. And uh, Uh, I'm sure you'll tell you what, it made made a difference for me, man. uh, It's one of these things that makes me – I – I can do another week. Yeah. We love you, Lee. And uh, you hang in there and you keep doing what you're doing. And we're always here for you no matter what. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Lee Peer, co-founder, coalition founder, and host of the Last Voice for Liberty Network on Block Talk Radio. Truth emerges at Last Voice for Liberty and host and producer at the Friday Night Super Show. Lee, thank you for coming on tonight. We love you, brother. And uh, I'm going to hold you to that now. (laughs) You hold me to it. You hold me to it. I got references. Dude, let let it be known right now, dude. I love Kyler Davenport. I love everything that you guys are doing, man. Always uh, shoot me links, everything else that I can possibly share for you, man. I'll I'll share it wherever I can. Put it everywhere that I can, man, because you guys are great, dude. Love you to death, Kai. And uh, you're welcome on my show anytime, night or day. And if we can do anything for y'all, let us know. Take care, Lee. That's Lee Pearly. You know it. You're the same, man. You're the same. I'm the mouth, and I'm out. Lee's gone. Okay, ladies and gentlemen.
We're going to play a song now, ladies and gentlemen. That was Lee Peer, the coalition founder of Last Voice for Liberty Network, The Mouth. Lee Peer, The Mouth. And I tell you what, Lee is a good guy, and uh, he is down home, let me tell you. And he says it like it is, and uh, he is... um, He's just a wonderful guy all the way around. I know that a lot of people hate to love to hate both of us, but uh, that's just the way it is in this business. Just the way the pony bounces or whatever, the ball bounces, got to love us, love to hate us, whatever. We're here. We're not going anywhere, so uh, get used to it. We're going to play a song now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, by Hank Bilal. And it's going to be Eastman Street. Uh, It's going to be a great song. Uh, Hank's a good friend of mine. And I also want to promo... um, I I want to promo... uh, Hank's other half has a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful clothing uh, shop. And it's online. And it's called Empire Creations. E-M-P-I-R-E creations k-r-e-a-t-i-o-n-s interesting spelling empire creations k-r-e-a-t-i-o-n-s y'all get over there and share her page and look at her clothing it's beautiful it's worth the look it's unbelievable it's wonderful um and she also has some beautiful jewelry and i don't normally uh, endorse folks that are doing what she's doing, but she's the only one doing what she's doing that I'm endorsing and we're endorsing here at the station. So we're going to continue to endorse and promote Empire Creations. So now we're going to run to a little song. Uh, Hank Bilal, Eastman Street. Hank's a friend of mine. Here we go. Thank you. 
Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, I wasn't expecting that song to go off so fast. I would like for it to have played on out. So our talk show audience is leaving, and I want to say goodbye to them and uh, wish them well. We will see them back on air maybe tomorrow night, maybe Thursday night uh, when I do my other Thursday night uh, show. Um, We will definitely see them on Sunday night. So I have a little breaking news here. A friend of mine has been locked up in a FEMA camp uh, for the past two years, and it was just able to get a message out to me. Uh, It says something is happening at the Fed. There's a meeting at the Fed and something is going down. Uh, he's been locked up in this uh, prison FEMA camp for a year and then was in a detention center prior to that. They're thinking about deporting him. Uh, this is real, ladies and gentlemen. This is not something that I'm just making up. This is a real private message. That What did you say, producer? This is a real private message that just came in. So goodbye, talk to you. This is a real private message that just came in, and uh, it's really scary uh, to think that one of my friends is in a FEMA camp, uh, which is actually his worst nightmare come true since he woke up in 2011. For lack of a better term, waking up got him in a lot of trouble, and it's the last place that he wants to be in these times. Uh, he definitely says he's caught in a spider's web, and he's got a really bad feeling that something big is not only coming, but is inevitable. Uh, when you decode the bullshit and work it out, how the world is actually run, uh, I think you can come to no other conclusion, he says. The emergency meetings at the Fed that are taking place now have got him really wondering when this shit is going to hit the fan. And I have been talking about this also. And so are many other mainstream and alternative hosts. And speaking of mainstream, I want to play you all a little clip now from the mainstream about um, these elections being rigged and uh, voter disenfranchisement. And I want to uh, let you know that this has hit the mainstream. MSNBC has hit the mainstream news media and i'm very thankful for that so let's go ahead and play that clip if i can get my producers off this game machine here so here we go bernie sanders winning streak continued over the weekend with a victory in the wyoming caucuses on saturday sanders beat hillary clinton by 12 points 56 to 44 notching his eighth win in the last nine nominating contest what do we do here i mean it sounds like he's winning He's won eight out of nine. Yep. But he's here, and look, and look, he wins by 12 points. I tell you, I would not do well as a Democratic politician. <laughs> he wins by 12 points. He may not even pick up a single delegate. Yeah. It's seven to six now with a remaining delegate to be decided later. I'm sorry. That's a crushing victory. I know. And listen, I think that with the superdelegates that they have, I think she only has to win 30% of the, she only has to get 30% of the vote in the remaining uh, contest. I mean, talk about voters feeling like a system well, might be and, rigged. And, and, Why are you if, even voting? If, if you're driving right. in Wyoming. right now, we've been talking about rigged systems. We're putting up right now a graphic. Bernie Sanders wins 56 to 44% in Wyoming. The delegates rewarded. Hillary Clinton 11, Bernie Sanders 7. Why does the Democratic Party 
even have voting booths. Now why? This system is so rigged. It feels that way, and I think if you know they fall into line better than our voters do, but I can see some of the same emotions boiling over at their convention. But we always talk about voter turnout and how important it is to do your duty as a citizen. There's absolutely no reason any of those people voted in any of There's those not. states, I mean, right? I, what's the justification? Please, someone tell me. These, these, these are the rules. No, that's yeah, not a good understand. answer. But tell but me why, why those people needed to go vote. Because they, they don't, their votes don't the matter. It turned out it's not rigged. The yeah, do their it's votes rigged. matter, Mark yeah, Albert? Yeah, they do. The How? Matter. Do they count in some Depends way? where you turn out. How? I don't oh, think it's only in system. some parts of the country it matters. System, but it's not he like won by 12 percentage points and I lost the delegate. I don't think now. it's a good system. All I'm saying is it's not. Do you think the it's Matthew, huh? Do you don't think that the Democrats matter. and Republicans change their delegate allotment processes after only, this cycle? Only if the winner of the White House decides he or she wants to change it, which is unlikely. These are the rules. I I'm don't just, all really. I'm, all I'm saying is it's not, not like asking. the Cruz people or the Clinton people have gone in and fixed it or rigged it. Okay, but let's, just, I'm talking about the Democrats for now. Let's talk about the Democrats for we, now. We didn't say that. Here right. is a party who sends their activists out and have people chattering on TV and chattering on talk radio about voter disenfranchisement Leaky if you make somebody show a picture field. of themselves. This same party tells voters to go straight to hell when they, they, they select somebody by 12 percentage points and end up letting the other candidate who lost by 12 percentage points win the most delegates. That by definition, is voter disenfranchisement. So all I mean, it is a rigged system on the Democratic side, even worse than the Republican side. And I don't know why Democratic voters put up with it. If you say saying, those are the rules, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to lunge. I agree with everything you said, except I wouldn't say it's rigged. It's not rigged. It's disenfranchisement. It's not one person, one vote. What do but you not call rigged. it when voters going to the voting booth? Does, doesn't matter at all. A mess, a messed up system. That is a rigged. It's not. It rigged. is a system rigged against voters. It's a system rigged against people that go to voting booths. It's a system rigged against people that go out to caucuses. It is a system that is rigged in favor of the rich and the powerful and the politically connected. Bernie Sanders wins by 12 percentage points. Show, show, show. So he wins 56 to 44. Now let's look at the. Delegate count. He didn't get any super. Put him up. Okay. And one, after right? winning by 12 percentage points, he's losing. He loses Wyoming. He's losing. Where it counts by Primary. four delegates, 11 to seven. Now, John Heilman, if that is a system that is not rigged against Hello? Yeah, somebody there. Uh, we lost the audio on that, folks. It wasn't finished. We lost the audio on that at the end. So anyway, um, interestingly enough, the mainstream media has picked up on this in more places than one. And I have been talking about these elections being rigged ever since the House Committee testimony from some of the computer geeks that actually worked on these machines, these new digital voting machines, had testified that they were rigged um, and that problems were built into these machines. 
Uh, we've been talking about presidents being appointed now for a while and not elected, and people, I think, are slowly, very slowly picking up on this, folks. It's taking a lot of time, a lot of cognitive dissonance out there. Uh, there's a lot of um, people out there that just can't get it, can't grasp it. Uh, they've been programmed and indoctrinated for so long, it's very difficult for them to understand any other way of thinking except elections, elections, elections. They re rely on the Democratic Party or the Republican Party or liberal or conservative, whatever, Tea Party. Uh, and that's just not the way it works. That's for entertainment only, folks. And I wish you all could get this through your heads and we could start having a very, very different conversation with each other concerning what to do with this country. Um, I want to thank all of you for tuning in tonight. I want to thank Mr. Lee Peer uh, for coming on with me tonight. Uh, wonderful show. Uh, yes, Lee's a little inebriated, but uh, that's just Lee Peer. Uh, and that's just the way it is, folks. I love him, you know, and uh, he is my friend and he will always be my friend. And we will always have our ups and downs and our disagreements, but we will always, at the end of the day, be friends. So that's what it's really all about. And I want to thank you all, and I want you to share as many pages as you possibly can for Alternative Public Radio International and for myself, Kyler Davenport. It really helps us with our missions and special events and programs and projects here in the Northwest. I want you all to share these pages and I know it's hard to come over and invite friends, but I wish a couple of you would do that. It's very sad, very disappointing that you don't when we do it for you. Uh, I've stopped doing it for people unless they will come back and do it for us. I have stopped sharing people's work. I have stopped liking people's uh, pages. And I have especially stopped inviting friends to people's uh, pages when they're selling music or something else unless they will reciprocate and do the same thing for us. So I just kind of wanted you all to know what I'm thinking on those lines. So until next time, this is Kyler Davenport on Alternative Public Radio International. We will be back with you all tomorrow night on Tom's Take. I think Tom is coming on. I think he's back in town. We shall see. If not, I will see you on air Thursday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So y'all take care. Until next time, we love y'all. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.